Worried about soaring energy costs, Jamie. Always. Yeah, fearful you won't be able to pay the bills. Yeah. You're terrified that your heating is soon going to be too expensive to even turn on. Yeah. Then why not try an extra jumper? Jumpers. Keeping Britain warm since sheep began. Welcome to episode 18 of Finding Funnies with me, Steve Royal. And James Sutherland, sponsored by Jumpers. Jumpers! Jumpers! Where would we be without them? I don't know. Somewhere warm and sunny. I know. Anyway, uh, we've got loads of things on the show today. Uh, we're going to be talking about how we've gone TikTok viral. Can you, can you class it as viral? I think, yeah, I, we're talking over 100,000. I think that... Is viral, mate. Okay. That's a lot to, of people, For us it? two, it, that's There right, are TV programmes that don't get that. Do you know what I mean? Uh, we're going to be discussing amusing ways or reasons why people have been fired from jobs yeah. well in our section called Fired But Funny. I'll tell you about my gigs with Shirley Bassey, Elton John and uh, Scylla Black this week. I think the last one gives it away that they weren't the real ones. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I anyway, it. anyway, uh, we've got the usual stuff. What's trending? A Royal Proclamation and a clothing forecast. And Jamie, yes. you look like you're in a right old mood. Oh, do you know, I had one of those, it is my complaint, but it's it's a complaint about life, Steve. It's a, I had Life? An, it, just, just life? No, I... Or was it other people living? Or my yourself? sort of... Yeah, there was a realisation of age and uh, I, oh, I get I, a lot of them nowadays yeah. I know but I, I wear contact lenses don't I especially yeah. when, I'm, when I'm working all the time and so then I'll use them when I'm driving to, to gigs and stuff and I had to go for me two year contact lens check and they, they need sort of improve they, 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 they've oh. gone up the prescriptions changed ever so slightly oh. you're not just bought a box full of as well have you are they disposable ones that you have are they like monthly but I get it from yeah, Specsavers, yeah. and so they went, yeah, you're going to go to this prescription now. And he, and he did a little thing in front of me, and I went, what's that look like? And I went, brilliant, everything was crystal clear yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. And he went, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves, try and read that. So it was great distance, mm. but I couldn't actually read the small prints on the card he gave me. Oh, so right, well. So I what he did is he didn't do the prescription for the full tilt he, he sort of reined it in a little bit so i got the best i've got an improvement in both worlds but what he did say is in five years you're looking at readers right oh do you know what mate it's funny because actually not bad to do five years i was going to say the age gap between us it's probably about what, what you five years five years right well it was about five years ago that i first got my very focals when you have to tilt your head back. Oh, no. When you're reading things now, I have to tilt my head back through my glasses. So you get used to reading with your head slightly up. So you read a book. You've never seen people on trains. You can always tell anyone who's got very focals because their head goes slightly back a little bit. I'm not watching doing things, that. When they're reading, oh, head back. Just pass me that paper. Head tilt oh, slightly back. It's a back. sad moment, isn't it? It is a sad moment. I've got my own whinge this morning. Really? You never yeah, have a whinge? I, I know I don't normally complain, but this is it, it vexed me, this. It vexed. Proper vexed? It proper vexed me. And then I got thinking about it, going, it's just ridiculous. There was no need for this. I've come today in car number three. Because I'm Your middle class, car. very middle class. The daughter's car, which she's never driven. Which is it's a... sat on my drive. I'm not kidding. I filled it up with petrol. For, I mean, there was a pandemic, but for 18 months, it did 10 miles in 18 months. That car. did it. Yeah. 
It, it just sat on our drive. It, to the point it. where, when I bought it, I bought it from some auction place down in Peterborough, of all places. And it had, you know, like white, that white pen mark they put on the front, on the windscreen to depict, you know, denote which car it is. Yeah. And um, it's still on, still on the windscreen. Wow. That's Can't a- get rid of it. Well, I can get rid of it, but I've never, you know, it's been just sat doing nothing. Yeah, just, just doing absolutely nothing. But anyway, I've had to revolt the results with it because all the two cars are in the garage, right? So I've come over in that, and as I come over, I've got my cup of tea. I've got like, my mug. Yeah, mug that yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, your travel mug. Yeah, go to put it in the travel mug holder, and it's one of them narrow ones. Do you know the narrow? So the, 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 the only, well, the only coming cars. Where, these are these, this is quite a common I've seen these in other cars as well so and then you not, start to see the cup being de- if your cup is having to be designed to fit the car holder surely the car holder when they made they should the holder you a cup. Ju- ju- make it the width of a cup have you seen, you know the ones I mean don't you I know you exactly see them, what you mean the, the, the ones that you, you see them in usually on a cheap shelf in TK Maxx yeah there's loads of them right because no one likes them because they're just narrow at the bottom and then they go fat at the top. They're normal width at the top. Yeah. And that's only so they can fit in car. So someone just went, oh, oh. it's just lazy. That's what it is. The designer just went, oh, no, I've got a lot of doing today. Oh, cup holders. Cup holders. Right, we'll just... And he just drew three rings. Everything else is precision marked on the car. You know, everything. So it all looks like, oh, yeah, cup holders. Just two, two circles like that. Two circles and it never fit. Not Ridiculous. like you, Simone, Steve. I know it's not. It's got like you off to a bad start to the day, really. Yeah, it probably has done coffee. actually. It I probably has tell. done, but it's bad design. I'm, I'm going to go on. I'm going to go on with bad design. Oh yeah. Because I cleared my bike shed out this week as, as well. I said cleared my bike shed. I haven't got a bike. I bought a bike shed, so I'm clearing the bikes out of the garage and putting them in the new shed at the back. A storage container. It's a storage container, really, rather than shed, yeah. You can't... Well, you could walk in it, but you'd have to crouch down a lot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it fits the bikes. Good. And it frees a lot of space in the garage, so I'm chuffed to bits with it. But as I'm putting them in, I'm looking at these bikes and just going... The saddle of a bike, it hasn't changed since day one. Oh, Google, right, yeah, you yeah. You Google the earliest bikes, your old bone shakers, as you used to call them, and your penny farthings. And the shape of that saddle, right, it's just the shape of your crack, basically, isn't it? I wonder why it's they don't that. have, like, a wide seat, like a, like a bus seat. This is what seat. I mean. By now, you'd think gaming, you know these seats you get, you've got one in another room for your lad, that gaming chair, yeah, yeah, yeah. really comfy, bucket seats, like in car, you know. Yeah. Why isn't there just a massive bucket seat on the back of a bike? We're not all wanting to race. I, I can understand say- the aerodynamics, maybe. The, the you know the far up you crack that seat goes the more aerodynamic you are right I'll, but but i'm i'll be honest with you if the seat's going that far up it's not going to make your face <laughs> maybe that's maybe if you're going ooh like that if, you, if your cheeks are being sucked in you maybe know, um, it makes your head more you're on about racing there but yeah. very um one of the most the, probably the highest profile cyclist lives round here. One of the oh, world's yeah. best, Bradley Brad, Wiggins. Bradley Wiggins, yeah. And he was he actually got it. He was involved in a road traffic accident, just wasn't he? Road, just down the road from here, wasn't and it, it was yeah. the petrol yeah. station. Yeah. Now, can you imagine a car pulled out the petrol uh, station? <laughs> knocked on. Can you imagine that that poor girl went home and she says to her husband, oh, "I've knocked someone off the bike." Now, luckily, he <laughs> yeah. was all right. He, I think he just broke his arm, but he was, yeah. there was nothing massively. Yeah. And he's probably going, "Oh no, you silly sausage." <laughs> Don't worry, the insurance will sort that out. It's only a bike. What's his name? Bradley Wiggins. You're probably talking <laughs> 20 grand on a bike to your insurance, aren't you? God knows yeah. what his arms are insured yeah. for. 
and then his projected income as well. Oh, that's a gold, three gold medals gone. Yeah, because right, he was still... and the, you know, yeah. Oh, man. that's a huge responsibility, isn't it? You just sink for that, wouldn't you? Oh, sink. dear me. Anyway, it just got me. In. It got me a bit. The padding. That's the other thing. Padding. Well, the padding and. You've seen cyclists, and they always look like they've just shat themselves, don't they? Cyclists, with, with them shorts. Oh, because all the padding's in the and shorts. Now, I once did a, a sponsored tandem bike ride, and so I went to the... I didn't even know these shorts existed, and I went in to buy some cycle shorts, because I've seen guys in cycle shorts, you know, I don't stare too long, but I've seen them, right? Never, usually middle-aged men. Like, I wouldn't People wear of our them. age, Jamie, that's what sends to attract lycra. But it's not the best of material. And then they have this little padded bit that just looks like, like I said, like you've shot yourself. I wouldn't wear them. It's just, I'd just put my normal shorts on with a pair of undies. Why don't you just put the bloody padding on the seat? If you pad the seats, you won't need shorts that make you look like you've you shot yourself. Some? I did get some. Oh, now, every time word. I wear them. You just wear only, them. Not only does it look like you've shot yourself, it feels like you've you shot yourself. You wear them. Because it makes you walk with a certain gait. You, hang on, hang on. You go out on your bike with cycling. <laughs> I will go out without the bike with them on, would I? But I've worn them. Yeah, on a lot. This because. So you're a mammal. I'm a what? A mammal. A mammal. M A M I L. What was that? Middle aged man in Lycra. <laughs> yeah. You're I, a mammal. I, I know. Oh, listen, only when I'm riding the bike. Yeah, do you know how wrong you look? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I know. And it's all because of some lazy sod in the bike design factory can't be bothered working on the saddle. They've sp- tinkered about with gears. Gears on bikes now, ridiculous. Like 30, 40 gears. Like, tick, 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 every little, you know, you used to have them little, remember them? They used to, don't see I just them can't gears. get a vision out of my head of you in, like, I've seen you accidentally in the toilets. Them pants aren't doing you any favours. <laughs> I know. I don't. I don't. I do look very. Yeah, I look very. It brings out my feminine side. Let's Doesn't just. It say just? That, doesn't it just? But uh, yeah, just all I'm saying is that guy could have just put a little bit of padding in the saddle and saved us all the embarrassment of walking around like we shat ourselves. Or just don't buy him. I just don't buy them. Which I wouldn't. I was, yeah, hey mate, have you been on a long? Have you ever been on a long cycle? I just yeah, put you no be glad of them. You don't just put so, not when that saddle is going to... I write about that saddle, though. Do you remember that advert? Yellow no. Pages. No. The yellow, the, one of the original Yellow Pages was a guy, and I, I can't remember what the advert... It must be for the bike or something. And um, he actually criticised the saddle in the thing. He's got you know, that saddle. So I can't remember what it is, but I just remember the tagline at the end of it all. I write about that saddle, though. Right, isn't it weird how little words like that get stuck in your head? your head. Very strange, very strange. Anyway, moving on, Jamie. Swiftly. Right, what, 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 what do you want to discuss now? Because I've got a whole list of things here. Honestly, I'm not. Well, I think it was on me. the. Uh, well, th- um, you can do your. Well, you want me to do my let's do TikTok or TikTok trending? Right. What's 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 trending? No, just TikTok. Oh. Oh, sorry, no, because I'm, th- I'm getting my TikTok and my Twitter's mixed up. Yeah. All right, yeah. So, we ju- so yeah. anyway, I think we've done quite well. We? Yeah, proud. well, we are proud of it. My, my son says it's rubbish, the, the, the numbers. Um, what? Well, he says it's not. But I think for, in a week to get 150,000 uh, views on there and God knows how many likes and and, and the comments as well, the yeah. nice comments that are in there. Yeah. But one of the most popular sort of videos that we put on there was the, uh, the Cat Boutique Hotel. Yeah. And then a lady replied, and then Esther sort of go forward and back because there was a bit more information. It but does make you look like a proper animal lover. This, like you're an activist for cats. Yeah, well, cat activist. 
Talk about this sound like an actual hotel. word. This it? woman is a catactivist. She actually uh, said hey, they thought hey, that their cat had gone missing. Yeah, but it hadn't. I think their cat just went for a wander, and it a, a neighbor, this old bloke down the road, this cat would obviously just be at his house all the time, yeah. and he was going on holiday, and he had just one cat, and he booked the cat into a, a boutique hotel, cat boutique hotel. But he booked it in for two so he could take his friend. <laughs> so they were searching. What, did you they, tell them? No. <laughs> they thought their cat had genuinely gone missing. He'd gone for a weekend, a romantic, basically gone for a naughty weekend away with And he's his booked lover. his cat in with his cat's mate for a spa break. <laughs> so thanks for sharing that information. Thanks for that sort of lovely story. Loads of people oh, replied to that. Pampered cats. Unbelievable. Oh, so we're on TikTok. That's where it's all happening. If you're wondering what we put on TikTok, it's <clears> nothing new. It's only what we put on our Instagram or Facebook. But those two sites really uh, restrict people's timeline so the algorithms squash so you don't always see them so we're on everything so there's videos a couple of videos every week so don't forget to check whatever. like and subscribe like and subscribe oh. like hey it's back in it i was watching that program that program where everyone goes into that house they all go into that house and they start bitching about each other behind each other's backs what's it called oh the houses of parliament that's it that's the, the one. back yeah, off the, yeah, the recess yeah. yeah i was hoping you'd say love island and then i'd say the gag but well done Jumping over me gag there, mate. Well done. I thought right. you were teaming up for a punchline. Uh, well, I, I was. But if you'd said, love Ireland, and I go, no, I was in the apartment. But, hey, tell you what, straight yeah. in with Love Island, yeah. and it's a popular house, and then they're all bitching about it. In, in one of life's parallels with Love Island, the Houses of Parliament actually had a vote to see whether they could kick one member out. <laughs> it is... It's exactly this is what I mean. The popularity There's so contest. many similarities between the two, isn't it? How Nadine, it? Wouldn't it be great if they just put a few... If you could select which which MPs to put into Love Island. But I'll tell you what, Philandra, what's well, she, she called? She Hancock. Did. Hancock. He was on, he's on Loose Women today. Well... He, it, I just saw the tweet that said he was on Loose Women and I thought that's what got him sacked. <laughs> that's exactly it. I mean, sometimes the the comedy just writes itself, doesn't Nadine it? Nadine Doris was actually... Uh, uh, she was in the jungle. Oh, she was? Yeah, years ago. Yeah. And she didn't last very long, did she? No, so they know about this. Everyone, yeah, yeah. Imagine going to work. Right, and we're not going to do politics, but just using the scenario. Imagine you just went into work and you went, Steve... Come into the office and everyone was there and he went, listen, we've had a chat. Yeah. Some people in here don't like you. We're not going to tell you who. <laughs> and you go, what? And they go, we're going to have a vote today, right? And that vote will determine whether you can stay or not. Okay, so everyone back to your chairs and six o'clock, we all put a secret ballot in and we'll see if Steve can have a job tomorrow. In the meantime, Steve, you crack on. Yeah. That's exactly what happened, isn't it? What a weird scenario to very, have in life. Very, strange. Any other job, like you say, I'm trying to think of jobs where I've done where it was just, just working in any DIY shop. Yeah, but, a DIY shop for years. 42% yeah. said, we don't like you. Yeah. And you've got to go, ah, I'd just go, I'm leaving. Just, yeah, the fact that you're all having a vote to see if you want yeah. me to stay, yeah. don't even have the vote. Do it, well, but let's let's do an analogy with our own jobs. 
if 42% of an audience <laughs> walked out, or, or, or don't, yeah, just uh, you know that 42% of the audience don't like your act. I know when there's that's one person not liking my act because yeah, that's the exactly, one I'm staring at. Exactly. 42, that's nearly half of them. Every other face you look at has got a frown on it, thinking I've paid money to see this. Make right? me laugh. Make me laugh, and you're not doing then that is a bad, bad gig. And probably one that you'd turn down in the future, wouldn't it? I'd never go back. back. Exactly. Never go he's back. Got, and like, he come, he's like them, you know, they get some comics, I'll not name names, but those who come off at a really mediocre gig and go, I smash that. You see him on Twitter and yeah. Facebook later, smash this gig tonight. And then going, you smash that? 42% didn't like you. That's the sort of person they are. Mad. That's the sort Mad. of person. Do you want to do what's? Do you want to do what's trending? Only because I'm very fearful that we're probably we're talking about that many topical things right now. We've probably yeah. done half of the what's trending. What anyway. was the we we asked on on uh, social media last night? It's, oh, actually, being sacked. Well, yeah. What was that linking Let's into? Let's talk about that because that was linking into this exactly bit we're talking about. I didn't now, think so. I'm sorry. Uh, that was very unprofessional of me. And we this if if, if you're just tuning in, this is we do organise this. Yeah, so we, we asked. There is a system. If you've been sacked in, place, in an unusual way yeah, or a strange way of getting sacked. On the strength of the Boris Johnson situation, say, have you, you know, what's the weirdest way you've been, you've lost your job? Yeah. The weird, and so we've had some crackers. I've you, got have, two. I, have you got two? I've got you two. Do, I'll do one, you do one. We'll do it that All way, right. shall we? Because I've got a nice one here. This isn't actually anyone being sacked, but it's someone misunderstanding a job application. Oh, go on. Or what wasn't a job. Gary Scott, I just found this quite amusing, said, I didn't get fired, but I genuinely applied for a job. Said, I was a teenager. <laughs> this is very good. And I wanted a Saturday job. And the local second-hand clothes shop had a note in the window saying, tall boy wanted. Now, do you know what a tall boy is? To display clothes, like a mannequin. No. <laughs> See, you, you would have gone for this job as well. Yeah, maybe, yeah, they, no. maybe they only had short people no, in there. That no, do you, not, top no. shelf. Is, do you not know what a tall boy is? Anyway, I'll finish the story. He goes, I thought, I'm a tall boy. Yeah. So I inquired with it, and the lady sent me to the owner's house nearby, where she explained carefully, like I was a simpleton, that a tall boy, tall boy is actually a wardrobe. A tall boy is like a tall... You know, well, like, that's ridiculous. That's, they were called tall boys. Did nah, never, never I would have applied for that job. <laughs> I'm with Gary on that. <laughs> go on, you go, you oh, go over there. Uh, Mick Ferry. <clears throat> oh, now, yeah. the, one of the things that we need to have a backstory on this, Mick Ferry is a comedian who doesn't actually drive. So, But he, was, uh, he actually impaled his boss on a forklift uh, once. Maybe he, because, because of this incident that he doesn't drive. Yeah, so as he impaled, and then obviously medical assistance had to come, he was in an ambulance, and as he was being carried away in the ambulance, uh, he took off his gas and air mask <laughs> to say, uh, I never want to see you again. And Mick says, what, is that, I'm a sack. <laughs> and he said he tried to lean over to grab him and fell off the actual <laughs> stretcher. <laughs> oh, God. Impaled on that. That's... That's a bad accident, that, isn't it? It's fairly bad. I'm just thinking the width of those things. It doesn't mean that. He maybe got... At what point did he realise? I like the idea that Mick had, like, some earphones on and was just listening to music, you know, and meanwhile, (laughs) his boss is being lifted up and down. Keep going. Spun around. 
the vision of that. Unbelievable. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, we got, I got a nice one from Dave Ten. He says, uh, Cannonball Lee is mate Cannonball Lee. He got fired three times a day for 60 years at Chipperfield Circus. Oh, I, see, like, I, they, I like that. Oh, that's good. That's funny. Uh, Christina Driver. Yeah. Now, this one, you've got to do it in the northern accent that she has here. It's quite a difficult one to read out this, but I'll do my best. She, she worked in a restaurant in Kent. It's as far south as you can get, really, isn't it? Very. Uh, being northern, the accent was always going to be a thing, and she went to take a drinks order in a restaurant she was working at. She said, I asked the name to put on the drinks, on the bill, and this man said, yes, it's Mr. Castle. And she says, thank you, Mr. Castle. I'll add this to your bill. He went, no, no, it's Castle, as in Windsor. And she said, sorry, sir, is that with or without the R? Castle. Oh, oh brilliant. Castle. And she didn't see the end of the shift as a result for taking a Mickey, which reminds me of one that I nearly got fired for, but then thankfully the bloke appreciated. I worked in a bar. First only job I had after university before I went into the career of juggling and be, being a fool. And I was pouring a pint one night in this bar, pour, you know, pulling the pint as best I could. And I, even I was looking at it going, there's no head on this at all. Do you know, it's just like a feeble. Yeah. And I put it down in front of me. He says, you're not going to put a head on that. I went, oh, I'm ever so sorry. I got my finger out and I went, on <laughs> the top of it. Winston, there you go, sir. <laughs> like that deadpan and luckily he laughed I went I'll get you another and I just chucked it away I tried to play on words with a girl at, um, in a in a pub when we were ordering Sunday lunch and I went to order my dessert at the actual till station it was in Burnley actually and I got myself a nice apple pie and she went would you like ice cream and then <laughs> oh, I said it's just the way I'm standing <laughs> and I thought it deserved more I got nothing it got absolutely nothing. It's like me getting my hair cut in Charlie, isn't it? Like, the girl says, right, I'm going to get the clippers now to do your knackers. <laughs> what? Going to get the clippers to do your knackers. All right. She came back, she shaved the back of my neck. Neckers. Oh. If that ever happens to you, don't do what I did. Drop your trousers around your ankles. And go, Come on, love, cut and blow. You, you do get arrested. Arrested. Anyway. Hey, Steve, on. Steve Phillips, yeah. uh, he was, when he was 17, he worked at the Linley Hotel in Parbold. The manager's car was very, very dirty, so he wrote on the booter's car, this car needs effing good clean. He said it was quite hard to see, he says, it in the sunlight, because the way he'd just written it on, but obviously the hotel had five stories and everyone looking out the window could see it clear as day, so he was sacked immediately. Happily, though, he, he actually, his family still was friends with the manager and he remained friends for the remainder of his life. Today. I like that. Christine Duffy, she's got a couple, actually. She's uh, notorious for being fired by the Sanjay. She said, I didn't get fired, but I managed to evacuate the Trafford Centre. It had just opened. I was a chef in a restaurant in Debenhams. She was very busy, massive queues. A tray in the oven started smoking with a thick piece of gammon on it. Oh. Right? As I opened the double ovens, a bellow of smoke went over to the smoke detectors, setting off the emergency evacuation call across the hall of the centre. That's bad, isn't it? You think it'd be a little isolated sections. Everyone had to leave. Fire engines came. One woman was petrified, thinking a bomb had been found. I reassured her it was, in fact, a gammon steak. It's just a gammon. Can you just imagine her walking around? She says, like, the fireman in charge made me take him to the oven to see the gammon. I hope that's not a euphemism. (laughs) There must have been hundreds, if not thousands, of people outside 
My boss said, don't worry. He once evacuated Manchester Airport when some garlic mushrooms caught fire. Brilliant, brilliant. And the final one, the final one we have yeah, is a yeah. recording that was sent in to us from Dominic Woodward. Brilliant. Should we play that? Yeah, let's play it. So this is Dominic Woodward who, who used the medium of audio to get in touch with the show, you ensuring that he did, he did get on. But here he is, Dominic Woodward. I once got fired from a supply teaching job. I used to work uh, for an agency in Manchester and they'd send me to about four different schools on a regular basis. And one of the schools was quite a rough school in, uh, in Lancashire. And I was covering a year 11 English class. And the task they had to do was persuasive writing. They had to uh, research online a hotel and then make a leaflet on the computer trying to persuade people to stay at this hotel. So I was going around trying to keep them roughly on task. Uh, and there were three girls working together on one of the computers. And when I got to their computer, I noticed that they were on a makeup website. Uh, so I said, right, come on, girls, get off that site. You need to go on a hotel website. And she said, we're looking at makeup, sir. I said, I know what you're looking at. Get off the site. And I turned around and as I turned back, I thought, I'm going to do an old joke. Uh, that a comedian a few days before called Mike Wilkinson had told in the, uh, in the green room. So I said, you know why girls wear makeup and perfume, don't you? She said, why? I said, because you're all ugly and you smell. Now get off that website. Anyway, this girl then, uh, during lunchtime, went to the deputy head in tears, complaining that the supply teacher had called her ugly and smelly. And the deputy head got on the phone to the supply agency and asked them never to send me back to that school again. Uh, so that's my story of getting fired from a supply teaching job in Lancashire. There you go, Dominic Woodward, comedian and former teacher. <laughs> former teacher, rattling on with the show, Steve. Should we crack straight into the role proclamation? I think so. Okay, let's get it on. It's a go, simple Steve. and sad one today, Jamie. Oh, yeah. My royal proclamation is simply, I am no longer, I hold my hand up, Britain's third most talented person. Oh, very sad. I used to say brackets currently, and the brackets have now been removed, and uh, and well, the whole sentence has been removed, hasn't it? I, oh I, no! I've handed the crown over to a mop-topped <laughs> guy with bushy eyebrows called Tom Ball, who came third, and Britain's got talent this week. So, yeah, well, I, I actually sent him a message. I sent Did, him yeah. a message saying congratulations on taking over the crowd. He just liked it. Oh, no, I thought it'd be a bit more respect for a fellow third. I just, just liked the comment. That was it. Wow. And I started following him on Instagram. I'm not even sure if he's following me back. That's awkward. I know. It's very, Can I just say, very uh, awkward. There was, on the other night after uh, Britain's Got Talent had been on, then they, they sort of load it with historical documentaries, don't they, about other yeah. reality shows and all that. Yeah. Don't be down out, Steve. I didn't realise until the other night. I forgot all about it. One Direction came third. One Direction was third? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Feel better now? Yeah, I feel better. They've split better. up, obviously. So th <laughs> but they came third. I didn't know that. That's, I th no, I thought they might have been second or something like that, but I didn't know third. Well, That's they probably it. did, but they probably did the, the trick thing, where, yeah. that you did where 
you came third, but you still class yourself as runner-up on the poster. So maybe that's yeah, what they've maybe. done. Uh, that's what they've done for years. Yeah. yeah, probably, quite probably. No, third is the new first. That's what I say. Absolutely. I so. Anyway, that was, that was a, I just wanted to just clear the air and let people Hand know. Hand that did, over. Did, did, did you watch the final at all? Did I did watch the on? final. I did, yeah. And uh, yeah, well, you know, comedian, it's nice to see a comedian win it. Yes, Axel say, Blake. Because I've always said it's very difficult for a comedian to win that because it's so divisive, his comedy. But he's a very bubbly guy, isn't he? And he comes across really well. And yeah. A very professional, slick as well. Uh, but then I thought Tom Ball was. I did think he was. And the lad with the little puppy, he grew on me. I, I have to say, his first audition, I thought, oh, I just left that written by his dad or something like that. And, and then it got... And I, the more I saw things off camera... So not off, not off camera, but I mean, off these, away from his act, the ad-libs he did in the interviews... Where the puppet good. would speak and stuff like that. I thought that's that's a kid who's got a talent. Yeah. So yeah, so he was good. But um so anyway, no, congratulations to them all. You know, I'm not bitter. I had my time, Jamie, I had my time now. Well, I milked it as well. I got my money from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got from you. A, I got you a tour, mate. I'm not glad I did you know, I, I call it my little bit of payback. You know what I mean? Paying back into the system, what is you know, pass it on. Is that what you call it? I passed it on. You passed it on. I passed it on, Jeremy. Passed it on. That's exactly what I did. Passed it on. Uh, What's trending? What's trending? I'll tell you. But I'll do. Let's just get the... What's trending? What's trending? I mixed it up there. Mixed up there. As ever, seen. It was nice though, that. I thought you did it quite well, actually. That's probably your best one. I think it's because we're recording it later. I'm probably a bit more wide awake. All right, yeah. Um, Three items on Twitter this week that I picked from the top 20. Uh, One of them was actually sad, um, but I've left it in because I've got a story about him. So um, you've got... um, You pick a number. One, two, and three. I've got three of the top 20 items on Twitter. I'm going to go number one. I'm going to go number one. Okay. Uh, Number one, don't give me any answers just yet. Uh, I'll give you all three that came out. So, number one was uh, Northwest England in Fillmore Song. Oh. Yeah. Oh, is it really? so what is that trending? Is, yeah, so this what, is an hashtag. So what? The, it's a yeah, long, so a long hashtag that though. It, well, it was. It made me click on it though. So you, for example, you would have like a, a sign for the, the place of Wirral, and then yeah. you and then put <coughs> we're all going on a summer holiday. So I, that was that. Wait, it. Oh, okay. Number two was it Matt Hancock, obviously because of, of oh, his yeah, appearance yeah. on Loose uh, Women. <laughs> on Loose Women, yeah. Again, we were about that early on. Yeah, the politicians yeah. getting into. Sort of reality shows and cheesy chat shows yeah, and all yeah. of that. So there you go. And the final one was uh, John Barrowman. And I just clicked on John Barrowman. We don't need to know the reason why he was trending. It was it was yeah, a sad yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. can I tell me a story about John Barrowman? And then you can... Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, go on. Yeah, and then I will. I, I need just to know. Put that there. Then I can remember. Yeah, go on. So I, I met John Barrowman in uh, Dominican Republic. I know. So me and Bradley got up. Uh, Bradley likes to be up very early on holiday. He likes to be first in the restaurant for breakfast. So I'm going to say first, I mean first in the door, which I don't mind. So, but before that, so we've done that. We've had our breakfast. We've walked the beach because we like to get a little sun, sunrise comes up. So we walked the beach with a drink and then just sit there and watch it come up and then walk back. As we're walking over this little bridge on some of the sun chairs, you can only see two people. One of them being John Barrowman. And his friend, this lady, turned out to be an assistant of some sort. So I said, oh, there's John Barrowman. I said, he's in um, all this, that and the other and everything. Doctor Who spin off. And I said, well, let's not bother him. Let's not bother him. He's, he's, we can say hello if he makes eye contact. And then on the way back from the beach, 
bear in mind there's no one there. I thought you can't just go and intrude on someone's privacy when they're just sort of having a sit down or a lie Especially down. Especially on a beach. And he just stands up and he's going, oh, he's doing these little dance and spins and he's going, fabulous. I went, right, it, it, gloves it, are off. <laughs> yeah. You're doing that. So you're not went, trying to have an inconspicuous said, holiday. Can, no, said, can we have a photo and all that? And he was the loveliest fella ever. What he did do is he was, you know when they all do the keep fit in the pool, the exercise and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. John Barrowman, front and centre, right front. Come on, girls! <laughs> well, you see what? I, you've told me this story before, right? But I, And I've berated you before that you never said, my mate Steve, I, I'm, I'm mates with Steve. Because I did the whole, in fact, one of the worst TV programs I've ever worked on. But he was brilliant and loved me to bits. To the point where it was detrimental to anyone who stood in for me. Right, I won't name, name other comics here, but they had a tough time. Because he was, he, he can be a bit difficult to work with, especially when he loves someone. I was doing all these warm-ups and then some I couldn't do. And he wasn't happy when I couldn't do them. Oh, really? But he was lovely. He was he loved me to bits, did John Barrowman. And it was called the programme Superstar Dogs. I already remember you doing that. There was one episode, and it's still famous now. If you go down to the TV studios in Manchester, the Salford Keys, they're at Media City there. The cameramen and all the crew who worked there will tell you about the last episode we did. And it, in fact, this one, John Barrowman had done the series and then an Irish TV company hired the set, if you like, to do their own version of it for one day. And we were, we all worked on that as well. And it started, and I always remember, I couldn't do it. And, I, and they begged me to go back in and said, look, I said, I can't do it, it's my daughter's birthday. I said... I've, I've promised her we're going out for the day with her friends and they said well look we'll give all her friends an, uh, a VIP tour of the studios really? they can all watch the show and I thought well what a unique and brilliant birthday present so I'll, go, I'll yeah, I went yeah go on then I'll do it I regretted the decision as soon as it started all the, basically it was the same programme the idea the premise of the original programme with John Barrowman was these dogs do agility tasks you know they yeah. had a full size swimming pool in the studio where they'd chuck a, a stick and the dog would jump into the pool and whoever could jump the furthest the judge on yeah. these dogs and all these kind of time trials you know they even had a penalty shootout where ball had to, the dog had to knock Sounds a ball good. To go. it was brilliant but imagine working with animals it dragged on dragged on and on the Irish version, they decided to not only have the dogs doing it, but their owners as well. And they were celebrity owners. I always remember the woman who won it in the end was Christa Berg's daughter. Oh. Christa Berg's daughter had a little, tiny little, like a shih tzu or something like that. And that one. But, so they're doing an agility course and they'd film that. And then the owner, there's a gardener it. called Dermot or something like that. It's called, he used to always run these gardening programs. He was one of the contestants. And then they'd run around the obstacle course as well. Started filming at four o'clock. 350 people in the studio. Do you know how many... Uh, what time it finished? Guess what time 2 it finished? 2 a.m.? 1.30 a.m. Wow. To 12 people. Really? So, so Christopher's daughter's there, all the little shih tzu and a trophy, and you've got 12 people going... <laughs> which sounds very, very slim. In. So oh, luckily they recorded did, a lot of did, applause did, from Did they get to about midnight you know I mean? and have a vote? <laughs> Whether it should carry on or not. Forty-two <laughs> percent of the people walk. Oh dear! Uh, go back to the man Matt Hancock, by the way. The man yeah. Matt Hancock. Don't you think? And it's similar to the Nadine Doris thing. Is it? Does the when do politicians choose to do these extra shows and stuff? Is it an announcement that they're coming to the end of their career? 
as a politician or is it an announcement that they want to appeal because there's two ways you can look at it they're trying to appeal to more public get public backing for anything they may have further he's to do trying politics. to get himself back in isn't he He's wanting to get back in, but the Nadine, you, you wonder whether they want to say, oh, I'm fed up of politics, I want to do a sideline. Definitely. Some politicians have done very well with that. Michael Portillo, for example, with his train programmes. And you, you forget, almost forget about the politics of these yeah, people. Yeah, caught him on Because they're, so, they're actually so good at what they do. What's I think right? Giles Brandreth, wasn't he a Tory MP at one point? Was he? I seem to think so, yeah. And he's the loveliest, nicest bloke he is. Esther McVeigh was a TV personality before she was a politician, wasn't she? The other way around, was she? Esther, she used to have a, um, a morning show just called Esther. Was like that a, her? Like at was Kilroy that? and... Yeah, I, remember the, I can remember the name of it. Was that her show? That was her, yeah. She was a big time sort of TV presenter personality, yeah. And then she just decided, oh... I don't know yeah, which point politics. she decided. Anyway, did you have North West England and Fillmore Song? I did. did I had a belting one. Did yes, you? I did have a. I had a belting one only because years ago I did a similar sort of thing as a playing songs on Radio Lancashire as I was at the time. Remember when I used to have that job? Yeah. And um, they fired me just a month after I became Britain's third most talented <laughs> person. I'm not bitter. Just a anyway, month after a month. My profile had never been higher, and they went. The BBC executives went. I'll tell you what's good. I'll tell you what you should do. Get rid of that high-profile presenter that we've got now. Was it now. after? Yeah, it was a month, one month after I'd become, got my title. Wow. I know, I know. Hey, hey, hey. You know, it's their decision. I'm not, I'm not bitter, like I said, I'm not bitter. I am. I'm very bitter. But we had someone phoned in. And the best Northern film I could think, or they could think of was Lytham Let Die. That's good, isn't it? Oh, that is great. Lytham Let Die. Down, Let's play a quick game. Let's play a quick game. I'll name a town. You've got to think of a musical title for for it. Go on. Right. Well, I'll do one myself because it just comes to me now. Clitheroe. Clitheroe. I need the Clitheroe. No, that doesn't work, does it? No. Is there anything with the heroes in it? Clitheroe. Oh, go on then, Wigan. Wigan going on a summer. We're going to. You need it. We're going to. We need a good. We're going to. We're gonna build this city. Yeah. We're no, that, that doesn't work either, does it? Oh, Wigan, there must be some Wigans. Let us know. Let us know in your comments. I'll give you another town now. You've got to do that. This Bolton. 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 <coughs> no, okay. It's hard, isn't it? It is hard. It is a lot harder. Uh, oh, I've got one. I've got one. Yeah, go on. Blackburn. Black, go on. Blackburn, baby, burn. Disco Inferno. Oh, yeah, give me that. I'll give you yeah. that. Right, um, let's think of uh, Hest Bank. <laughs> no, Hest Bank? It's a northern <laughs> Just because it's going to rhyme with something, but uh, let me think of another, uh, let me think of another northern town. Um, oh, there must be some good ones. Let's think, one near it, let's go for Preston. Preston? I'm rubbish at this game, aren't I? But yeah. I'm not going to count down. Press, you need to go on the press and things like that. Press talk, press, press talk. Oh, think, uh, I'll tell you what, do it the other way. Do, think of a song, you name any song, yeah. and we'll get a northern time to fit with it. Okay. Uh, we're just really showing how how our last... We're not good, are we? We're, we're doing appallingly bad here. Can we just say, usually we're a lot quicker than this. Pick out your meat, bat out of hell. Bat out of hell. Bat, well, hole, bat hole. Hole, like a bat at a hole and a moment. Yeah, you can, I think that's the best way of doing that's it. Is thinking yeah, your song, think first. Of the song first. Right, I'll give one to you then. Um, 
uh, <laughs> can't even think of a song now. I'll go for Beatles. Help. Help. No, no, help's a rubbish That's one. Just uh, please, what? please, me. Oh. Love, love, me do. There must be something with me do. Me do, me do, me do, me do. <laughs> Love, love me do. The <laughs> Is it a place called me do? <laughs> it doesn't work. You can't just rhyme can't something just do... with it. Oh, on, uh, right. Let's think um, another song. What's my favourite song? Um, uh, uh, oh. You've got to get something with limb. Limb. There's oh, got to be something with a limb. Limb. Uh, you got limb. You got Warrington. You got Manchester. None of us have done better than Lytham like that yet. Manchester. We peaked. We did. Uh, we peaked oh, no, very, so. very early. Very, very. Leeds. Sure, Leeds is something that's an easy one to do, isn't it? I'm going over at border now to try and. York. Yeah, the, the, what was trending oh, was got North West. That's North. That's, that's oh, Yorkshire. Oh, Yorkie, Yorkie, That was appalling. I know. Well, I did that bit out. Well, no, Should we I edit think... that bit out of the podcast. Well, no. Do you not think? But no, I think people need to know it's live and sometimes, you know, we can't, sometimes we're not as quick as them. Hey, because they're listening. They <clears throat> might be shouting. Yeah. There's at us. Sure. So if you are, oh, yeah, then send, yeah. Put, send them in and we'll do them next time. Yeah. We'll do Northern Towns. So and us we'll, being we'll bad that. probably yeah. isn't a bad thing. Yeah, because there'll be loads of people shouting at this podcast uh, now going, oh, why haven't you said such We've and such We've made them feel better. One. Yeah. I should have done that. Actually, I'll tell you a very quick story. Just a yes, very, very quick one. Only because it made me go. Um, I mentioned about Britain's Got Talent. It, it tells me that I'm very busy these days. <clears throat> Maybe too busy. And me and my wife were passing ships, if you like. She's been out during the day a lot. She was teaching for a long time. Yeah. Finally, she's packed in that teaching job she was doing. And we've got a little bit of free time. Oh. And she actually said to me, you know, you're always still going out gigging all the time. And... I'm still working during the day. And she says, she said, I'm, I'm getting concerned, Steve. I'm getting concerned about our sex life. She actually said that to me. She I'm concerned it. about my sex life. Right. And I said, well, to be honest, love, you might as well be concerned about our Ferrari. <laughs> what Ferrari? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point, isn't it? Neither of them exist. Was this a joke or an actual conversation? <laughs> That's a joke, isn't it? It's a, it was an actual conversation, but it, and that was my line back to her. She said, I'm concerned about our sex life. I said, you might as well be worried about the Ferrari. Right. Neither of them exist. <laughs> Thank God, you're one of the 42%, aren't you? I am. <laughs> Let's put an X near the box. Hey, listen, we've had a gorgeous week. Last week's weekend, yeah. the, the Saturday especially, was lovely weather, so I hope people listen to your clothing forecast. Yeah. Um, but what well, have we got? It looks a bit mixed now, and there's a reason for that. The, it, what have we got to look forward to this well, weekend? Don't call me a doom merchant. I'm just stating the facts. Your clothing forecast is quite simple. Cardigans and raincoats. They're going to dominate the weekend landscape. When it comes to Max, it's like Matt Hancock himself. It's like a Matt Hancock relationship. On one moment, off the next. All right, clothing will be thicker than of late with isolated jumpers, but nothing as severe as Aaron or Merino. This weekend, formal attire will dominate, especially matrimonial areas. 
Elsewhere, expect a cotton night with floral or tropical patterns and occasional paisley. Sunday will start formal but gradually become more casual as the day progresses. Macintosh will give way to shirt sleeves and frocks by midday. Skirts, highs of mid to upper thigh. Shoe state, plimsoll to flip-flop. And underwear, caring to daring. And that's your clothing. There you go, Steve. And that brings us to the end of the show. Don't forget, share or like or send messages via whatever social media thing you're on. We'll Join there. the hundreds of thousands of followers on TikTok as well. <laughs> See you next week.